Welcome to the Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Todd has over 35 years of experience working with thousands of couples as a licensed therapist in his private practice. Todd shares his insights on this show. It's never too early to divorce-proof your marriage or too late to heal yourselves and have the relationship you truly want. Dysfunctional families. When a young child, maybe you as a young child or someone you knew as a young child, had to take care of their mommy or daddy or both. This happens a lot. Uh, when you have a parent, uh, let's talk about the way it's supposed to happen. Okay, so you have a parent who brings you into this world, a mommy, and uh, the, the mommy's main job is to regulate you is to manage your emotions, take care of you. When you're stressed and anxious or you're crying or you're screaming that your mommy or daddy, I'm going to say mommy, it could be daddy too, uh, is the job is to pick you up and hug you and hold you if you need to be held, burp you if you need to be burped, change you if you need to be changed, on and on. And they get it right eventually. And then you say you feel like your, your, your mommy is there for you and you calm down. Right? That's how we, we do that. We also, that's called down-regulating. When we regulate from stress to less stress, there's also up-regulating. Up-regulating is when you see the child sitting there, maybe listlessly bored, and then you come up to the child and you talk baby talk. Hey, sweetie, bye. I love you, love you, love you. And you smile and they smile back and you up-regulate them. You know, you are, through your initiations and through your, responding to the child and based on where they're at, the child is enlivened, in this case upregulated, or the stress reduces. So that's that's where it's supposed to happen. But there are many families, dysfunctional families, where uh, the child is robbed of the experience of you're big for me and I'm free to be a child and to be little and to explore and to discover, right? That was that's the way it's supposed to be. But in some of these families, it's too chaotic. You know, some examples are uh, an alcoholic mother or father or both, uh, a, f- a family where there's violence, where there's a lot of poverty and struggling and challenges. Uh, when, you know, maybe a sibling, another sibling has uh, a lot of mental issues or physical issues and uh, the, the parent really can't be there for you. It could be many, many uh, things that happen that, uh, and I'm not talking about, uh, a, a mom has a bad week or a bad month. I'm talking about over a period of time, there's a pattern where the mom, I'm going to keep saying mom, even though we know dads are important too, but the mom is preoccupied, too stressed, and not able to tune in to the child. So th- then the child recognizes this, and the child needs mom to be okay for the child to feel safe. So what's the child to do? Let's say the child has a mom who's constantly seems to be depressed. And the mom can't get past it to be tuned in to the child. The child then does what the child needs to do to try to uplift mom. It could be to try to take care of her emotionally. It could be to try to be the perfect child, try to get the best grades, and be the most popular. But doing it to elevate mom. So the child is now in the role of 
regulating mom, of making mom feel good, making mom feel happy. Again, the same goes for dad, making dad feel good, making dad feel proud. And I need to regulate. So you can have, let's say, uh, the child, the son or the daughter who's in sports, and the, the father is, it's more important to the father for the child to do well than the child to do, for the child to do well, for the child to do well for him or herself. And so the child is now having all this pressure of making sure dad is happy and satisfied. So it can happen with either parent. But what's happening is the child learns at a very early age to, my role in life is to make my mom happy or my dad happy. But then what happens is it extrapolates to a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a spouse, friends, and it can just keep going on and on out there where my role is to manage other people's emotions. And what happens is this child who now grows up into an adult that is behaving in this way uh, doesn't uh, know what they want, hasn't been free as a child to go, what do I want to do? Like in my first scenario, when the mom dad tunes into the child more times than not, the child's free to discover this child who grows up into an adult is, doesn't, isn't in touch, doesn't, isn't in touch with what he or she wants. And continues the pattern where I'm going to be safe in my current relationship by making sure you're happy, which really isn't the case. It never happens that way. It doesn't make you feel any safer because you're not going to feel safe until you discover that you could be you in this relationship. So it all starts with what this this adult learned as a child in their family of origin. So I call it reverse parenting. You know, when the child is, in a sense, regulating the emotions of the parent as opposed to the other way around. What do I do? Because I have so many clients of mine that come from families like this where they had to take care of others. Sometimes other siblings. Typically, it's the oldest child, not always. Not always. Sometimes it's the one who had the, the, the best adjustment to a dysfunctional family becomes the one in charge of and responsible. Sometimes it's the oldest child, but sometimes not. But what do I do? I, what I do is I, there's several things I do. I, for one thing, I, I do some psychoeducation. I help them learn that they've been on some level brainwashed to think that who they are is someone who has to take care of other people. And they, it's almost like I'm helping them see that they've been in a trance their whole life. And we got to take them out of this trance so that they are now free to choose something that's more nurturing to them. And it starts to dawn upon them through my talking about this and through their own readings, I'm sure, that they have been victims of people who probably unintentionally, sometimes intentionally, but really mostly unintentionally, use them because maybe they didn't have parents that let them feel that way. It kind of goes generation to generation. So now this person has this new learning to do. Like, I matter. What do I want? What I want matters. Sometimes I use the phrase, my job is to help you become a lovable pain in the ass. Because these children never learned how to be a pain in the butt or a pain in the ass. They, they never learned how to be a force to be reckoned with. They avoided confrontation. Uh, their job was to regulate others. The last thing a person who is trained to regulate others is going to do is to make you frustrated. But sometimes in life we do. You know, if, if my partner wants 
to do one thing and I really don't want to and I really want to do something else, I know I am free to say to her, I don't want to do that. I want to do this. Creates a problem for her, maybe a little disappointment in her. You know, and that doesn't mean I don't ever yield, but I don't automatically yield. And the difference is I can choose to yield as opposed to in a robotic automatic way, adapt and give in. These people, these children who as these adults who as children did reverse parenting, they become really adaptive, overly adaptive, too adaptive. And they don't they haven't taught other people the importance of them learning how to adapt to you. In a way, these people, and I teach them this, they're ripping off their partners and their friends, whoever, and ripping them off of opportunities to grow as a person, to develop some frustration tolerance and realize that you matter as well. So it's a process there. Some of these clients, I might do some trauma processing using eye movement desensitization and reprocessing, EMDR, which is a wonderful trauma treatment that helps people heal these wounded parts. Sometimes when we don't do that, uh, we don't go deep enough. Sometimes we really need to get into those early experiences where that where the brainwashing began, when the shrinking began. I always joke that people sometimes call us shrinks, but the truth is people that come from dysfunctional families have already shrunk. They're, 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 they're shrunk they're, who they are has shrunk to a role, a caregiver role, a people-pleaser role. And so my job is to help them expand beyond that, help them cl- reclaim some of their own lost territory that was lost because it didn't fit in what was needed by their mom who needed them to regulate them as opposed to the other way around. So what I do is help them activate these different parts of themselves. And I love doing that. And, uh, you know, it's not unusual for these clients of mine when they, when they go through this process to get anxious because we're playing with their very survival mechanisms. You know, learning to be caretakers, people pleasers, mommy managers, daddy managers was their way of feeling safe. So when I start to say to them, your job is to go around being yourself, even if it's frustrating people, take up space, be opinionated, be disagreeable at times if you disagree. Uh, that's, that, there's a the little kid of them is like, this is going to mean I'm all alone in the world. Of course, I remind them that they're not a kid and they're an adult. So that's where, again, a combination of interventions and treatment approaches can really help. So I just wanted to point out to you that, uh, that this happens a lot. And sometimes people are only, they're not, they're not conscious or maybe semi-conscious of this role they had of, wow, my job was to regulate. You know, you, here, here's how you might know that. You, know, you, might, you might start to think about how often did I give up doing something I wanted because uh, I was afraid mom was going to be upset if I did my own thing. How often did I uh, never, you know, go out with someone that I thought maybe my mommy would be upset with, my mom would be, my dad would be upset with? I, and I'm not saying you got to do things that are totally rebellious, but I'm just saying that when you become such a rule follower. Now, sometimes these children, when they become adolescents, go the other way and they rebel. They just go the other way and rebel. They, they're they go from the goody, goody, two shoes, take care of you to the other way. And sometimes they stay that way throughout and continue into adulthood. What we're looking for, though, is neither overcompliance or uh, adolescent-like rebellion, which oftentimes continues 
with people as children, as adults, I should say, as adults. Um, they act like children, either compliant or rebellious. So once they're able to uh, honor themselves and their wants, their needs, uh, get what I call to become a little healthily, more healthily selfish, then they are now in a position to not necessarily rebel, just assert. And um, not comply, but oftentimes choose to be caring. But the key is it's a choice. Choose to put my needs aside. That's a different story. That's coming from an adult place. That's not coming from a fear place. Like if I don't do that, it's the end of the world for me. That's coming from a choice. So I just wanted to uh, talk about this part of dysfunctional families and how it can affect these uh, these children who have had to uh, reverse parent. There are many uh, ways that we can grow. Literally, our brains, which adapt to our childhood, can now overcome that. And we, uh, we could literally change our brain through, through uh, healthier relationships, good therapy, uh, and um, challenging our old ways. So that's what I wanted to say about that. This is Todd Krieger, making the world safe for love. Thank you for tuning and listening to today's episode of Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Please leave a review, subscribe to the show, and be sure to visit www.toddkrieger.com for more resources that will help you get the love you want and for back episodes of the show. 